Hello there, dead and lovely listeners, and welcome to this week's installment of Dead and Lovely, your absolute favorite horror movie review podcast. Here with your main man, Uncle Ben, and I'm joined as always by my brave and stalwart co-host, Dollywood Steven Spratlin. Oh, it's me, Wolfman. (laughs) Wolfman Steve. Oh, Wolfman Steve. Uh You over there, Bob. It's Wolfman Steve, Jack. Bocking at the moon. Ow. Man. <laughs> that used to be all you had to like have on tap to like be a personality is just a voice. Yeah, gravelly voice. I guess yeah. that's your thing, right? <laughs> yep. People were easily entertained back in the day. I think so. Yeah. I kind of think about that when I think about like the first like you know, YouTube viral videos and stuff that mm. I ever ever saw. Yeah. Like um uh like uh Maya he, uh-huh. Maya ha. It's like Maya, it's just like ha, ha. a chubby guy sitting in a yeah, desk just chair, a chubby guy dancing, lip syncing to a silly song. Yeah, Every, and that we was went wild. Yeah, like everybody was crazy for it. Damn dancing baby. Oh man, those were the simpler times. Those were the simpler times. That dancing baby boy, that wasn't off-putting. Yeah, that was strange. <laughs> How you been today, Dollywood Steve? Man, I've been uh, pretty great. Yeah, I. Uh, I uh, rewatched this movie we're covering uh, just for funzos today. Yeah. And I also watched the section of the the Crystal Lake Memories documentary about oh, yeah? it. Yeah. I meant to do that. I didn't have time to though. Oh man, it's uh, it's worth it for sure. I'm gonna need your fresh um, um, input and viewing on this because I watched this right after we watched the burning. So I probably watched this a week and a half, maybe uh, two okay. weeks ago. It's been a while. And I lost my notes. My dog ate my homework. Oh man. Yeah. Shit. Was uh-huh. it Zora? Yeah. Yeah. It was. That asshole. Yeah, so I don't have notes for this, so you'll have to be my Sherpa okay. up the mountain of Slash. That sounds fun. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I've had a uh, I've had a pretty good weekend myself. Yeah. It's been busy, but it's been good. Yesterday we were hosting a a wedding shower. Oh, for some uh, some dear family friends, which involved us cooking for okay, we cooked uh, fajitas and all the fixings. Okay, for thirty people. That's a lot of people. It was a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a whole lot of food got cooked. I tell you this. Okay, was it, it enough? Though. Yeah, it was. There's actually Good. more than enough. We got some leftovers. Awesome. Guacamole did not last though. Oh yeah, it got it fast. Yeah, so it must have been good. Yeah, oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. But you know the thing is though is like we bought. Like you always do with avocados, it's like they're they're ticking time bombs. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we couldn't use like half of the avocados that we bought. Because Obviously, it was thirty seconds too late to open yeah. the fuckers, or thirty seconds too early. That's or thirty the worst. seconds too early. Yeah, or Man, thirty those, seconds to Mars. Dude, don't, oh, that's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> the window of opportunity with an avocado is rivaled only by a peach, or a pear. Pears have a very limited yeah. window. Yeah, you look away from a pear. And by the time you look back, it is rotten. I mean, what other horror podcasts are there where people get this kind of great discussion about that? There are no, there are no other podcasts that can contend no. with the goddamn champ. The fucking champs, dead and lovely yeah. tag team champs. Woo! Woo! While we were there, we were amused and horrified uh-huh. by a friend of theirs who has a sister. Uh-huh. What, what has fourteen children? Why? 14 children. How? Why? why? My first question was, are y'all Mormon? And he said, no. My second question was, are y'all the Catholics? He also said, no. And I said, what? Your sister's addicted to having babies. Yeah. That's not right. Her 14. shit is all fucked up, I am sure. Dude, I cannot imagine. Like, Kate and I were just kind of doing the quick math mm-hmm. of it, and it's like, if you want to make breakfast where everybody gets a stingy two eggs. Uh-huh. 
It's 28 eggs for the kids. For the kids. Exactly. And then there's two grown-ups. There's 16 people there. Jesus Christ. And then if like everybody wants two pieces of bacon, it's like you're going out and you're getting three dozen eggs. You're getting mm. like three packs of bacon. Now, are they good? Breakfast. Are they good people? I don't know them. This is the first yeah. time I've met them. When I meet good people that have a lot of kids, it's always like, well, okay. I mean, if you want to do it, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, most of the people I know who have a lot of kids. They do it rather irresponsibly. <laughs> they're not think, planning dude, anything. I think most people do it very arrogantly. Where yeah. there's just like, you know who could populate this earth better? Fucking me. Me. 100%. <laughs> they're always winning, though, those people. Yeah, I know. And they're winning the race because yeah. we don't have kids. No, huh? No. No. You and I or uh, you and your wife and, and me wives, and my yeah. wife. Yeah. None of us. Yeah. None of us having kids. Together. And we've been trying for years. Yeah? You and I. You and I have, yeah. yeah. Nothing happening. The doctor, I don't know why, he just keeps laughing and walking out of the room when we ask. Man, I don't understand. Mm. I can't make any sense of it. Whatever. Man, that's just, that just horrified me to no end. Yeah. It's crazy. And then today was nice. We spent all day with our dear old friend, Lindsay. Oh, okay. Um, today's her birthing day. Oh, that's a good day to spend time with the person. It is. So we got together. We went out for... A Mexican lunch because we didn't have enough Mexican food that yesterday sounds either. Like a dirty thing. Oh, yeah, the Mexican lunch. Yeah, I oh, gave yeah. her a Mexican lunch. Oh, it's exactly what you thought it was. Oh, happy no. birthday! <laughs> and uh, went to Senior Taco in Knoxville. You been there? Uh huh. It's tight. It mm-hmm. was good, man. It is. Um, a generous portion of food and a hefty margarita. Oh, yeah. Woo! Uh-huh. Damn. Damn right. They got a salsa bar. They do. I'm okay with that. Senior Taco. Got good to me. Thanks. Uh-huh. Thanks, Senior Taco. Then we just went back and hung out at their place and just chilled out and like listened to music and drank some beers and stuff and just kind of hung out all That's day. That's a good old adult time. It was. It was. Hung mm-hmm. out with their, their little baby, their yep. little baby rig they've got. Mm-hmm. Everything was good, man. Is it a good, it a good one? I think so. All yeah. Right. It seems to be a pretty good one. Okay. Yeah. Didn't even try to borrow money off of me or That's anything good. like that. Yeah. Babies start doing that too early Jesus. most of them yeah most of them uh-huh. they're borrowing money this way and that mm-hmm. they're gambling mm-hmm. they're out all night whoring and not like they used to either no not not in the good way yeah not that like we, we did we back did in our day. Yeah. yeah it's different now <laughs> it's trump's america yeah <laughs> you and i did happen to see some awesome shit this week yeah 100% I saw a lot of awesome shit uh let's talk first about the freshly released halloween trailer yeah uh, Looks great. I, I, I like yeah, it. yeah, and I was super ultra skeptical going into mm-hmm. this. I mean, like, fucking H two O. Yeah, and and all these other things. Halloween Resurrection. That's yeah. the one that really shit the bed, yeah. right? Yeah, Resurrection oh my is God, terrible. So bad. H two O is okay. It's fine. Is that the one with Buster Rhymes? It's the one. Or Resurrection has Buster yeah. Rhymes. Yeah, yeah. H two O has LL Cool J in it. Though. Oh right, that's yeah. right. <laughs> we, Ladies you, love Cool James. Yeah, back again. Man. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can always identify it by which rapper is. In yeah. The movie. Yeah. yeah, that that improves because Buster Rhymes not known for his acting. He's got y'all in check. He does have us all in check. Woo-ha. Y'all, 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 y'all. <laughs> um, but his acting ability not great. Question: Wasn't he in Higher Learning? Oh wait, no. <laughs> He's in something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was mistaking him for uh, Dougie Fresh. I oh, think. Yeah. new Halloween trailer is looking okay though. Yeah. Like I, again, I was really skeptical here. And yeah, they're bringing they're bringing the, they're getting the band back together. Yeah. It's all the people, and I think. Um, Kenny Powers is like directing it or yeah. something, didn't he? Well, Danny McBride, he's a he's a producer on it. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah. when I heard that he was attached to it, that gave me hope because yeah. uh dude knows what he's doing. Yeah, obviously. Uh, he's uh he's very funny, but he's also 
very smart, makes good choices. And apparently a huge horror movie fanatic. Yes. Which matters the most. It does, because he cares about the, the Halloweens. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. one of us. Mm-hmm. He's one of us. Yeah, I like in the trailer how uh, you pointed out earlier, Jamie Lee Curtis's role is very Sarah Connor, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, it's T2 Sarah Connor. It's like she's ready for him to come back, yeah. just like uh, waiting. Right. She's got stockpiled guns and shit. Yeah. She's ready to go. I like the idea that she, and she's like a grandma in the movie uh-huh. and stuff too. So she's like crazy, arm to the teeth granny yeah. that has spent the past 40 years waiting to put a period at the end of that sentence. Yeah. Uh, that's a cool idea to me. In that life, yeah. And, and that's also, all she wants. She wants him to escape so she can kill him. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. There's that scene where it's like there's a bus crash and he escaped and she seems like kind of giddy about it. So I think it'll be interesting to see, and especially if they if they play it the right way to where it's just like the hunters being hunted. You know yeah. what I mean? It yeah, could, that it would be, be cool. great. I hope they don't try to like make us sympathetic towards Michael Myers though. Yeah, the I mean that that's the that's the Rob Zombie exactly. remake. I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want that. I do like those remakes I've said before, but I uh I just see them as a completely different thing and it's not even it's like alternate universe Michael Myers. It's like when you're reading a Marvel comic and they they mm-hmm. go into just a separate earth where yeah. they're different uh, backgrounds and different rules and different people are good yep. and evil. That's something that I'm, I'm glad that we're kind of embracing in a lot of ways yeah. because I think that a lot of our our fictional characters can function just like how mythological characters exactly from that's Greek how myth mythology. always worked was yeah. like yeah you, it, like you know maybe it would be a particular story about one type of god and then somebody would be like well oh actually that was Dionysus Dionysus did that yeah and then he also was in this story yeah where he did something completely different yeah. but it's, it's fun because like, it's Dionysus yeah exactly or it's like well he died this one time mm-hmm. but then later went on to do this other stuff so he didn't really die it's like there's all these yeah. multiple timelines and shit going yeah, on yeah that's I'm uh, okay with that uh-huh, that that's how myth, uh, our know? modern mythology yeah. should be yeah, yeah. exactly uh, I thought there was some cheesy stuff. Like, I really liked that scene where it showed um, the long, far-off shots of that, uh, I guess, like, kind of crazy ward or whatever, uh-huh. with, like, the checkerboard floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought those looked visually very interesting. I didn't I didn't really like it when, like, all the, the crazy people started acting crazy. I don't think that people that are, that are crazy really act like that. yeah that is, that is it's very <laughs> odd as i as i said it looked it was like a dog kennel yeah me. yeah yeah like it was like somebody came in and all the dogs start barking yeah and there's the one dog that doesn't bark and that's the dog you need to be afraid of right 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 yeah right. Yeah, yeah uh i dug that i'm, I'm cautiously optimistic yeah. i'm not gonna say that like i'm full out stoked for it but i'll definitely go see it yeah i mean like oh, I in the past like i have i did see h2o in the theater so oh man but i i haven't really gone out to see the yeah. halloween movies in the theaters but when i saw this preview so like yeah i'll go see that for sure did you see the suspiria trailer yes okay what do you think about that i'm excited I'm stoked. It looks great. It looks so interesting, and it's different. It's not Argento. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm glad that they're not even trying to yeah. compete with the... Because why te- would you? Yeah, that psychedelic Technicolor just lunacy yeah. of the original. It would be so lame to try to capture mm-hmm. those weird-ass choices that they made on the original and just redo them again for the sake of it. I like that... It looks completely different, but it still looks so European to me. Yeah. It, it looks, looks like a European, European horror movie to me, which yeah. to me is is vital. That must be captured 
in Suspiria. It has to have the feel of a yeah. European director, which I think the guy directing is Italian, isn't he? Luca Guadagnino, yeah. He directed uh, Call Me By Your Name. Cowboy Boot. Cowboy Boot. It's like a cowboy boot. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I hope it's good. I think it will be. I, I like their choice to uh, cast a bunch of unique-looking people. Uh-huh. Yeah, like Mia Goth and, and uh, what's-her-name from Doctor Strange. Oh. So from We Need to Talk About Kevin... Oh, uh, Tilda Swinton. Swinton. Yeah, there yeah, we yeah. Go. Uh, yeah, I like her in there. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, it, it does. It looks like there's a lot going on. Yeah, underneath, just like in Suspiria, where you know there's a bunch going on that you can't figure out. And yeah, I I imagine that he'll do the traditional uh, Giallo thing where everything goes crazy in the last like ten minutes. I sure fucking hope because so. it, it looked like it from the trailer that it was just going to be this build up of suspense yeah yeah until insanity yeah know? it looks very very dark mm-hmm. and very like mysterious which yeah. i'm on board with mm-hmm. uh I'm, I'm i'm definitely interested i do maintain though our homegirl from house of the devil jocelyn donahue she should have been casted i don't think she looked you she looks unique enough maybe okay just looking at the cast because dakota johnson i always thought just uh, an attractive woman yeah <laughs> Apparently has a very high forehead. Guess so. Did you notice that? Yeah, I guess so, she has a yeah. very high forehead. She always has bangs. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. That kind of hide it, but mm-hmm. they have her just full forehead. Full and, five head. Yeah, full five head. And it's, uh, I think they were going for that more unique look. You know, maybe you're right, though, because honestly, like, Jocelyn Donahue would be perfect if they were trying to make a remake. Like, yeah, if they were trying to make experience. it look like the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be good. But, but yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe since they are clearly kind of distancing themselves from the original maybe it is better that they want somebody that doesn't look just like old Susie Susie Banyan from the original yeah. so I understand that um yeah I'm I'm, I'm very interested to see I'm it. on board yeah I'm, I'm I, I mean it comes out what October or something so we got so. a while to wait yeah but uh I'll, yeah. Tell you, I'll tell you what else I'm on board with this delicious Lagunitas sucks Lagunitas sucks it's called beer rig we're drinking here Oh, Ching. clinkity clink. God, yeah. it's so good. Lagunitas continuing to not make anything yeah. that sucks. Lagunitas sucks so is good. one of my favorite uh, brews of all time. Yesterday, I had the Imperial Pale Ale uh-huh. by them. Have you ever had that? Um, yes. Wait, I'm sorry. Maximus? Not, uh, no, no, no. I, I was wrong. I said that wrong. The Imperial Pilsner. Oh, no, I have not. Dude, I've it's had the Czech fucking, Pills. Yeah. See, like that's uh-huh. that's one of the first ones there's that I had that I was like, yeah, I really like this company. Um only the Imperial Pills is like 8.6%. Uh-huh. Okay. And it has so much flavor. Uh-huh. Like you drink it and you're like, why can't Pilsners just all have flavor? Yeah. You know? Oh, oh, I love excited. this stuff so much. Sounds great. We've got another one on deck for later that we'll get oh, to. Oh, yeah. We'll remember to, to crack that. that thing open. Now, we also happen to watch ourselves a little film from Espana. Uh-huh. uh-huh. By the name of Pieces. Pieces. That, that was 1981 yeah. or two, I think. Uh, yeah, right? you wa- you were watching this and then texting me about how insane it was. Yeah. And so I had to watch it. My wife and I watched it, uh, I-, I think, just a little after you texted me. I watched it on Shudder. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, man, that thing's crazy. Holy shit. It it's, is a batshit insane movie. It's real hard to follow because it's like so many of the lines are... It, it's kind of like Giallo where like yeah. so many of the lines are poorly translated. Oh, yeah. And it's like, what the hell is going on with this? Uh-huh. Remember when the girl, they're like smoking weed in the hallway uh-huh. at a college. Oh, and yeah. And that girl is like, 
There's nothing better than smoking <laughs> weed and fucking having on a and fucking bed. on a waterbed. <laughs> and there's a waterbed in the school for some reason. Yeah. What? That's weird. <laughs> Dude, that waterbed murder. Yeah. Is the best. Waterbeds need to come back just for uh, horror movie waterbed kills. Yeah, exactly. Actually, you know, we had several. There was some in the um, uh, Elm Street. Yeah. I think four. There's uh-huh. a waterbed murder. Uh-huh. There is an, uh, in four. And, uh, man, I feel like... There was another waterbed murder in another Elm Street movie. I feel like there was. There's definitely another mattress murder. Yeah, obviously yeah. the first one. Mm. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, Pieces is a really fucking weird. Movie. It's weird. Yeah, if Very you're okay strange. with that, like uh, that weird fever dream, nonsensical. Yeah. You know, European giallo flick kind and of. And it's thing. also got a yeah, it's got the giallo whodunit type of thing going yeah, on. Yeah, the whole movie's a big uh-huh. a bl- black gloved whodunit yeah. movie. It's got some dope kills in it too, though. It does. It also has a very racist character of a, of oh a man. Oh my god! A, a man's kung fu professor. Uh-huh. Apparently, they offer kung fu on yeah. this uh, campus. Campus. Who? I mean, he attacked that woman just randomly, and out of then nowhere. pretended like he didn't. Yeah. Well, it's because he, he and had she some was bad like chop suey is his yeah, explanation. Yeah, he very racistly says <laughs> oh, that he had God. a sabata chop suey. Oh, it's the most like out of nowhere. Yeah. Batshit insane. It makes no sense cuz he attacks her. Like yeah. I'm going to Kung attack you. you. Then she fights back, punches him in the balls, yeah. and uh he, then he's like, "Oh, I don't know what happened. I was just walking." Yeah. Motherfucker, no, you weren't. <laughs> you did a high kick. You did you a Judy roundhouse. You Judy chopped. <laughs> Don't go ninja, nobody. Don't need ninja. No, huh? Dude, there's a scene in there where a chick gets um, killed with a chainsaw. Uh huh. That chick that's like topless but wearing the blue pants. Yeah. And whenever it shows the close up of the chainsaw like hitting her midsection, uh-huh. that was actually a pig. I know. Yeah, they, I read they that. They chainsawed a pig over. They did. And it looks. Brutal. Very realistic. Yeah, and brutal. It looks brutal. There's some other great stuff in that flick, though, man. Like the yeah. uh, uh, the chick that gets like cut in half, like in that elevator. Uh huh. And you just see like her torso and stuff. It's real weird. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. I'll, maybe we I should was, cover it on the show sometime. Yeah, maybe we should because that it's a weird one. Yeah. For sure. To our our listeners and our, our Facebook fan group people, uh, go and check that flick out. Yeah. And report back with your findings. Yeah, it's on Shutter, so it's it's pretty readily available. I'm sure you can find it other places, but yeah, man, our Facebook fan group has also been blowing up with people talking about their own findings about Hereditary. Oh yeah, Hereditary. You've seen it too, haven't you? Mm-hmm. I loved it. I haven't seen it yet, man. Mm-hmm. Everybody's really telling it. me it is the bomb.com though. Yes, I thought it was great. Um, I but I mean, you know, the people that don't like it, I, I get it. It's yeah. a slow burn. Okay, I and like that. And it's weird. I like that too. And it's not the ending is is hard to completely understand hey, what's happening. You just described my honeymoon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a slow burn. It was weird. And ending. at the end, it was hard, hard to understand explained. what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds right. I'm interested to check it out though. And t- uh, Tony Collette is always she's so good. In fantastic. This. She's fantastic in fucking yeah. everything she's in, man. She's so good in this. She goes insane awesome. it's awesome I can't wait to see it yeah again you guys who have seen it uh, please do report your findings on our Facebook fan group a bunch of y'all that have seen it already have loved it so yeah. I look forward to hearing more about it yeah you see um, anything else good this week well I do have a story about seeing Hereditary 
Hit and me. I know some people who didn't love it. Some of the people you've seen it with? Okay, so there's a theater near my house that is yep. a small rinky-dink theater, but, I mean, it's just a, a couple miles away, so uh, I went there early morning thinking, oh, nobody else will be here. Yeah. Um, and pretty much nobody was there, except the people that were there, I <laughs> guess, had brought a sack lunch. <laughs> And they weren't together. There, there was a guy sitting in the front yeah. and a guy sitting in the back with his wife. They both just, as soon as the movie started, started opening up every crinkly plastic bag oh, in the world. Shit. And it got comical at a point where I thought they were doing like a YouTube prank. Yeah, yeah, there's a hidden camera Because it just got louder and louder. And it was like, the movie is tense and quiet a lot. Yeah, yeah. And it just kept getting louder and louder. And at one point, I just went, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, and it was involuntary. Yeah. It wasn't, it was just like my brain going, like, What is happening? Yeah, I can't take any more input. And also, the people sitting behind me that were eating. Yeah. Um, we're also having conversations, and the guy couldn't whisper at oh all. So it was just full volume. And yeah, he was. Modulation disorder. <laughs> he was one of those people that can't take a tense moment. So we always would make like a crack a joke oh, to his wife. Oh, he was nervous, like. Yeah. My God, this sounds horrible. It was. And the movie was still great despite that. So, so that tells you something. Yeah, it does. Dang, dude. That sounds like the worst. It was. It was terrible. I hated it. You ever had to sit next to somebody in a theater that's like eating a burger or something? <laughs> no. I have, though, at um, the theater in Turkey Creek, they, they sell chicken sandwiches and what? burgers. I had a chicken sandwich one time. Yeah. Uh, first off. It felt weird just yeah, having a sandwich in the theater in the dark. And, and two, it was it was gross. It was disgusting. Yeah, and it was like six bucks. Come on, get out of here with that I'll bullshit. Bring my own chicken sandwich next time. Yeah, I did take a bag of cucumbers and watermelon with me to Hereditary, <laughs> but I cucumbers and watermelon. I love cucumbers and I love watermelon together. They go great together. I mean, they're both they need, they're melons. So. What what you need. Is some uh, a, a good balsamic vinegar? Okay, yeah. With some some watermelon and, and cucumbers, off. but just watermelon and cucumbers together, great. I but it. I, like a decent person, ate them during the previews. Yeah, yeah, of course. Who nobody gives a shit yeah. during the preview. Oh yeah, you can eat as many melons as you want. Oh yeah, I'm just like chomping. God damn it. Delicious. <laughs> damn ASMR video mm -hmm. over there. That was me. <laughs> That's it. Left side, uh -huh. right side. This is me talking to you. <laughs> Moving around oh. the mic. This is me making thousands every month on my YouTube channel off I'm of ASMR a videos. Crunch, crunch, Ooh, now that's just too far. It's too I far. Crinkle up some paper. Crunch, 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 crunch. Crunch, crunch. In the movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go record an ASMR video. Yeah. That's what they were doing. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. It wasn't even a prank. Yeah. It was still a YouTube video. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense, man. Well, you know, our main topic for our show today is Friday the 13th Part 3 in 3D. <laughs> stuff poking out at you. <laughs> Not even stuff that's threatening. Stuff like a baseball bat where kids are playing baseball. Yes. Or just because. A, a pole. Yeah. Or a TV antenna. Yeah. Whatever. Just because. Uh -huh. Anything, really. Uh, this movie was presented in, in glorious stereoscopic yeah. 3D. So you could see all three dimensions. Yeah. And it was kind of the first movie that I think the... Uh, I can't remember what fucking production house put this out. Oh, um, 
This it wasn't uh, MGM or something. Well, no, this was a uh, Paramount. Paramount. Paramount on Friday they, the 13th. Yeah. They hadn't done one since like the 40s, or sorry, the 50s, I think. Uh, yeah, 3D movie. And it was the first 3D movie shot with the, the Luma camera that okay. was popular in this period. This movie was the first sort of revival of 3D yeah. movies. Now, I didn't watch it in, in 3D, obviously. No, I watched it yeah. in 2D on... Uh, actually, I streamed it on YouTube. Somebody yeah. put it up in like 10 parts. Uh-huh. So I just watched it on YouTube. Uh, I have heard that the original 3D print of this... The 3D is actually stunning, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that people who've seen it in 3D like it a lot more than people who haven't. Yeah. Uh, they did show it when I uh, was living in Los Angeles. Yeah. They did have a showing of it in 3D. Uh-huh. That I intended to go to, but something got in the way. Yeah, yeah. I, man, I would, I would like to see that. It yeah. might affect my opinion of this movie. It could probably at least be like more zany and fun yeah. and silly, I guess. In two D, a lot of it, uh, we'll talk about this as we go. A lot of it definitely falls flat. But yeah. I think that I would say that about most everything that's that's in three D. Now, Steve, yeah. are, are you a three D fan? No, I hate it. I hate it too. Yeah, I. It's, it's the worst. And it's like, I just generally, it's not that like I would prefer 2D. It's that uh-huh. I really just don't like seeing stuff in 3D. Now, when we were kids, yeah, 3D meant the, the red, red and, and blue, blue glasses, yeah. glasses. Yeah. And my first memory of this is there was one week where TGIF was in 3D. TGIF. Do you I remember that? that? Mm-hmm. And you'd go to... I don't even remember. I thought the, probably, uh, the TV guide had the... Is that the deal? Yeah, where the, yeah, you get the TV guide and it had okay. the glasses inside. I remember getting those mm-hmm. and watching that in, in 3D and stuff and just being like so amazed that I was seeing three-dimensional stuff come through my TV, even though everything was red or, or yeah, uh, blue. It, yeah. And I swear to God, man, ever since then, which that had to have been when I was eight, mm-hmm. maybe... If I am staring at a plain sheet of paper, yeah. a sheet of paper, and I cover up my right eye, and then I cover up my left eye, the right eye is definitely much cooler toned. The left eye is definitely slightly what? reddish pink. I swear to God. That's crazy. It's been that it way my entire you. life. Yeah. It's like, I, I, and I don't know if it was just like, if it was just that or what the deal is. You ever think about wearing reverse 3D glasses? Maybe that'd to be the fix, it? right? Yeah. That might be it. And you could be like Billy Zane in. Back to the Future, wearing yeah, those 3D glasses. exactly. Mm-hmm. I could be normal, finally. Finally. That's the like only Billy thing keeping me from being normal. Uh-huh. Yeah, like Billy Zane, exactly. <laughs> so I remember watching that and being like, this is cool. I guess my vision's fucked up forever now, but okay. Yeah. And it has been that way ever since. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Not a big 3D guy, but there's been a no. lot of um, a lot of 3D flicks over the years. And uh, as we tend to enjoy doing themed intro segments yeah, let's talk, suited to whatever movie we're watching. Let's talk about 3ED. Let's talk about you and, and me. <laughs> now, Steve, yeah. there's a lot of movies out there where the 3D, much like it was in this, I think was used as a... A fun gimmick to revive interest in the franchise. Yeah, which is weird, considering that the second one did fine. Yeah, exactly. It's not like it was fucking yeah, yeah. really hurting or anything. <laughs> but they've also done that with other series like Piranha. Did you ever see Piranha yeah. 3D? Yes. Or 3 Double D, as it was yeah. called. Where porn star Gianna Michaels gets eaten while she's parasailing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was fun, actually. That's a fun movie. Like, that's a movie that I didn't really... see the 3D, though. Oh, really? I just saw it regularly. Okay, yeah. I saw it in 3D in the theaters, 
And it was just such dumb fun. It yeah, was one of those things where it's like everybody in the theater was there for the same thing. Just uh-huh. dumb 3D blood and boobs and kills yeah. and stuff. Those Piranha remakes were good. Yeah, I really liked those. Have you ever seen Piranha 2, The Spawning? No. Directed by James Cameron? I know that, to be true. Dude, it is a dumb fucking The first movie. one's directed by Joe Dante. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. Everybody who's directed has been. Because like, yeah. Alexander Aha, the guy who directed, uh-huh. uh, uh, what is that movie that we did? Did he do like High Tension or something? High Tension. Yeah, yeah. he directed High Tension. So yeah. He uh-huh. did the, the remakes. So. Uh-huh. Awesome. Yeah, it was it was fun. That was one where I, I would say that the 3D uh-huh. made it more fun. Well, yeah. That's what, that's the only thing I can imagine 3D yeah. should be for is just to add a little bit of fun. Because um, is a storytelling device, it gets in the way of oh, story. Oh, yeah, obviously. People are... Uh, too distracted to pay attention yeah. to a, a deep story or character development. Yeah, your eyes and your mind are that are so used to watching 2D flickering images are mm. constantly just like taking in this like no new like oh this is out in front of me now like yeah it's fucking you up kind of thing yeah yeah it's a uh, so from a storytelling perspective that's why you know Avatar for instance which is a terrible story it's horrible did so well yeah because people weren't paying attention to the story at all I totally agree and that's one of those movies that. Um, uh, if, if you guys are avid listeners, you know that Steve has not seen Avatar. I've never seen it. <laughs> I did see Avatar in the theater, uh-huh. and the 3D was was actually fucking insane in that movie. Like, yeah, there, there's there's a scene where like a character like jumps off a cliff, and it like legitimately gave me like a little heart flutter. Yeah, for just a second. So it's like in the theater, watching it on like a huge like IMAX screen, the 3D really did distract me from how horrible and pointless that movie is. Yeah. So I would say that's a case where the 3D enhanced the movie uh, and made it better because I watched it on 2D on just my TV screen at home uh-huh. and I was like, oh my God, they forgot to make a movie out of this. It's fucking I, terrible. The one, okay, so I've seen two 3D movies. You've only seen two. I've only seen two. Wow. Um, one of them was Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Okay. Yeah. I had already seen it in, you know, the regular style. Yeah. I don't think I saw that one in 3D. I think by that point I'd figured out. 3D is terrible. Not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this was my first seeing a feature film in, in 3D. How'd it get to you? I took the 3D glasses off and took a nap. <laughs> You're like, well, fuck this. Like, I'm this checking is out. Stupid. I'm not doing this. Um, the other 3D movie I have seen that I think was worth it yeah. was it was just a NASA movie about stars. Okay, and that's pretty 3D. tight. It's fucking dope. I love it. Was it red and blue glasses? No, no, it was the modern 3D. Okay, so like the gray lens. Yeah. See, that's that's the thing too that I will say about the the modern 3D thing is uh. like okay, the red and blue glasses are obviously obnoxious as fuck. Yeah, they're stupid and destroy the visual elements of any mm-hmm. movie. Uh, the new gray glasses, while less intrusive, just fuck with the color grading of everything. Yeah. It's like they haven't quite figured out that it's like if your audience is going to be wearing basically low-grade sunglasses, uh-huh. you need to enhance the brightness of everything in the movie. Yeah. So like I remember seeing um, like when the first Avengers came out, uh-huh. we saw it in 2D, and I was like, holy shit, this is the fucking best. 3D time. Yeah, exactly. And then we went and saw it again in 3D, and it was just like, wow, this whole thing is darker mm-hmm. and less visually interesting. Yeah. Because I'm having to sacrifice the quality of the color and stuff so that I can see 
minor things somewhat appearing to have more depth and it's like yeah. it really honestly just does not make it better it I th- doesn't make it better i think uh anybody out there is probably a huge fan of 3d would probably uh contend with all the movies we've named so far except yeah. for avatar because they weren't shot yeah. in 3d they were made 3d after the fact. right yeah 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 and there, there's a lot that i've seen like that like i saw the um when it was i think like the 20 year anniversary of jurassic park uh-huh they did that run in theaters where they like redid it in 3D. Mm-hmm. It was actually pretty fun. Was it? Yeah, because yeah. that's already like a movie that's fucking great. It is helpful to already have seen the movie if you're going to yes. see it in 3D. Yeah, that, that's probably true because I wasn't like distracted. Yeah. By it. yeah, I was. I knew that I knew the story inside now, yeah. so I was actually just able to appreciate it with a little bit more depth. Like the scenes towards the end where like the raptors like jumping up at the the air vent and stuff. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Actually. Ow, my dino head. That Ouch, probably looks really cool. Yeah, with 3D. It, it sounded like it was all around you. Yeah. Ow, my dino head. My dino head. head. <laughs> you see the, the knot raise up on his head right Ooh, toward you? Whoa. Yeah, exactly. It came right out at you. We saw my bloody Valentine 3D. Oh, yeah? That was fun, actually. That, that's, again, that's another one. Where that's the like, remake, my bloody Valentine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that came out probably 10, mm. 10 years ago. Have you seen the original? No, I haven't. Just check it out. It's good? It's all right, but it's remake? weird. Yeah. I haven't seen the remake. It kind of reminds me of, like the Prowler in a lot of ways. Where yeah, it's just like yeah, that's pretty yeah, that, straightforward. Yeah, that's how the original is too. It's very much Prowler like. Yeah. Who's, yeah, yeah. who's doing it, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was kind of enjoyable. I'll say another movie where I think that the 3D helped distract you from what a piece of shit movie it was. Is Prometheus. Oh, okay. Yeah, the 3D, yeah, I bet that would help. Yeah, and and honestly, like the 3D elements of that movie were pretty nuts. Like, okay. It was actually very high quality, like very much fooled your brain. Awesome. 3D elements in that. Again, just a fucking stupid movie. I hate that fucking <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, it's terrible. It's so bad. Now, what about another classic horror franchise that stepped its toe in the 3D waters? What it was. Oh, Freddy Krueger's. Yeah. yeah, my brother went and saw that. The Freddy's 3D. Dead. Yeah, he went and saw the 3D uh, in the theater. Yeah. I was so jealous. Yeah. We didn't get to go because we were too young. Oh. My brother's four years older than me. So. Okay, right on. Um, I think he was still like 12 or 13 when that yeah, happened. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> we, were way, we were way young. But uh, It's only like the end of the movie, though. It's not yeah, the it's only movie. a brief period of time, and you don't have to wear the glasses the whole time. No, huh? So um, he said it was cool. I think maybe if you just... You just see it for a brief period. If they, if it's just a moment, yeah, where this is in 3D, okay. If yeah. I don't have to wear the glasses the whole time, great. That's kind of the opposite of uh, uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Three, where it's like oh, almost all of it is in 3D, but except for one part that isn't. Yeah, the intro. The intro. <laughs> That's right, because it's it's 2D. Ten minutes of Part Two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah the uh, the Freddy's Dead thing. I mean, for one, I really just don't like that movie. No, it's a stupid movie. And I love, I love the Elm Street movie yeah, so much. That, that one's bad. That one's just really way too yeah. fucking silly. And then to have that moment, at, you know, the the very climax of like, it's Freddy's dead, right? It's supposed to be the final installment of this uh-huh. Freddy Krueger character that we've followed for like years and years and years. Yeah. And we love him and we hate him and uh-huh. he's a horror icon. And they cheapen out like the final scene of the movie by having like, the main character puts on her 3D glasses yeah. in the movie, and then it's they disappear so to remind you to put yours on, just so these little like so Freddy Krueger sperm things can jump out at you. Ugh. It's really bad. We've got it. Um, we've got like that that New Line uh, box set, uh-huh. you know, 
and it comes with 3D glasses, so you can actually watch that in 3D. We should That's watch awesome. that sometime. Too. We should. Yeah, maybe after this. Maybe we yeah. just bust that out. That'd be so cool. You can see how shitty it is. Sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I um, saw a couple of other ones that I would say actually did benefit too. So, do you remember probably around I don't know, ten years or so ago when they started making like the 3D TVs? Uh huh. Yeah. Our main man, Brandon Suttles. Oh yeah. Old B Suttles. Uh, was the first guy I knew that that got one of those, mm-hmm. and he had us over and we watched Coraline. Okay. And Coraline, for one, is fucking great. Yeah, you've seen it, right? Yes, Coraline's good. Yeah, I like Coraline. I, I, I was gonna say if we're gonna talk animation, yeah, animation might benefit sometimes from 3D. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Coraline was definitely cool in the way that it handled it because it didn't it didn't need it like i've watched mm. that movie a hundred times in 3d yeah. still fucking rad uh but with the the 3d version of it it really did add some some neat um well you know depth obviously but just some interesting views into the the animation so that's one of those movies that i would say I actually did kind of benefit from it yeah even though it didn't need it like when i watch it in 2d i'm not like oh i miss it i miss how stuff pointed out at me <laughs> i just don't dig it very much yeah man. it's never it's never going to be for me a thing that i feel is necessary no um and most of the time it's just there to make up for skinny plot yeah it's just usually there as a diversion is what i'm saying well yeah i mean uh James Cameron just wanted to develop that technology like he wanted he was working on technology like that and he was like let's make a movie I guess and they made one that just completely employed it and depended on it and probably was suffers it wasn't intended uh, to be the the new standard in Hollywood but for some reason every Hollywood movie after that they would release it in 3D as well right Right. Which is just, I mean, people get burnt out on it quick because it doesn't pay off. I'll tell you the best 3D I've ever seen, though. Let's hear it. Whenever you go to dang old Disney uh-huh. down there in Florida. Uh-huh. Florida. And you can sit in the theater and watch this 3D Muppet movie. That's awesome. I don't remember what it's called, but you probably know what I'm talking about. Probably if Muppets in 3D or something. It's probably something akin to that, I should think. And it's just, yeah, a short little Muppet flick, uh-huh. classic. And the 3D in it is astounding. Awesome. Like, it's fucking nuts. I remember clearly there's this part where, like, they're, they're like, blowing bubbles out into the theater. And it is, it's eerie. I mean, you really do think that there are bubbles coming out of That's the That's awesome. Yeah, it's actually highly impressive. Leave it to Disney to throw enough money at something to make it fucking awesome, I guess. Um, now, do you remember Spy Kids, the 4D experience? Oh, my God. Hmm. I never saw that or any of the Spy Kids Me movies. either. Oh, Robert Rodriguez. Uh-huh. What was the fourth D? Was it time because you were sitting smell. there and time was elapsing? They, oh, it was a they, smell Yeah, movie. they had smells that they released at particular I don't time. think smell is a dimension. It's not. It's a sensation. Mm-hmm. It is for sure. Pretty sure that it's not dimension the smell dimension yeah yeah it's not for sure um well we do know that bootsy collins though is an invader from the fifth dimension which is funk 
Yeah. Funk is the fifth dimension. We know Which that. I, I mean, you would have to be able to smell to smell the funk. Yeah, so, exactly. S- smell is the fifth dimension. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. That, okay. So which? So one, it was a five D yeah. movie, really. I think you might be right. <laughs> Got some funk in there. Yeah. Well, Steve, was this the first time that you ever have seen a Friday Thirteenth Part Three? No. No, oh, I've seen this movie a million. You times. grew up with this shit. I grew up watching these movies a lot, and uh, I remember uh, as a kid. Not liking um, this one very much. Yeah. But uh, a lot of the things I think of, a lot of things I guess that define um, Friday the 13th for me, actually do kind of come from this movie. Okay, yeah. I like the Jason in this movie. Okay, I like yeah. uh, Richard Brooker, who played him. I think he plays him He's a, a, like a machine. or something, right? Uh-huh. He plays him like a killing machine. I can see that. He, he does seem... Very uh, focused and menacing yeah. in his walk and stuff. And he actually he is uh, he, he uses strategy at times. Remember when right. he has like Rick outside and he has him like he's like just yeah. holding him off to the he's corner. Do, he's doing the crush yeah. move from WWF. Well, but he's keeping Rick quiet so that uh, Chris Chris doesn't hear it. Yeah, which is like, well, why would he do that? He's Jason. Just pop his head and then pop her head. Yeah. Like, but he, he's using some sort of like strategy. Yeah. Because he really wants to get Chris. Yeah. They have some history. Apparently they do. <laughs> the one that got away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know that there's a lot of people out there who are very picky about their about their Jasons, about yeah. who's playing Jason. Of course, Kane Hodder being Kane the, Hodder the is the favorite. most popular. Yeah. Even though he wasn't in any of the good no. movies. Well, wait, no, Kane, Kane Hodder, he's in. Uh, He's I in, he came in at like five or six. He's in he? six, isn't he? Yeah, but like he's six not in is, four. I love six, but yeah, four is probably the best yeah, of obviously. the Jason ones. Yeah, yeah. but six is uh, I love it's it because it's blast. where he becomes he, he becomes a superhero and it's yeah, amazing. they really embrace the supernatural yeah. elements and stuff in that <laughs> one. Yeah, I know that everybody's really picky about who plays the silent killer, but I don't know that it, it matters a, a ton to me or that. I could just see yeah. one of them walking, just like show me a still, you know, like a two second clip of one of them charging towards somebody, and I'd be able to be like, oh yeah, that's Kane, or mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's whatever this guy's name was. Like, I don't know that I could pick him apart. Yeah, that's maybe a good... I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but I well, I think just from watching two and three, we see a difference between, um, you know, there were there's the part where in two, yeah, um. I can't remember the main character's name. Mm-mm. Well, anyway, she has a chainsaw and she's coming at him, and he like yeah, cowers like, away. Yeah. And then in this one, he's not afraid of anything. Yeah, that's true. He but is very bold. I think there's a reason for that. I think there's a, a a legit story reason for that. Yeah. Well, we figured out that in two, some of it might not have even been Jason. It might have been that other dude. Yeah. Right? What was his name? Peter. Peter or Phil or something. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. We. Yeah. That. I still love that theory. I, I think too. it still works. I think it does, too. Yeah. yeah, you know, Jason in this one, it's it's interesting. There's there's a lot to love. I mean, like you said, his um, his bold fearlessness yeah. and his killing instinct is and pretty he's, interesting. Yeah, he's pretty he's pretty um, animalistic at times. Right. He's like ripping at the, the, the barn door. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like pulling. And then like he just starts ripping shit off the walls yeah. and stuff. Yeah. This is one of the only two movies where he uses a projectile weapon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Everything, yeah. Everything like everything else is more 
direct yeah. with him stabbing somebody. Yeah, he likes to look his victim in the eye. Yeah, and this one he uses the the spear gun. Yeah, and I think in one of the other ones he uses a bow and arrow or a crossbow or something. I think okay, yeah, it's I a can... later one if I'm not yeah. mistaken. But all the other ones are more direct face to face kills. Uh, but this is of course also the one where he gets his signature hockey mask. Yeah, so the reason for the hockey mask yeah. was he was walking around without a mask on for a while because Frank Mancuso Jr., the uh, producer of this, mm-hmm. um, didn't like the sack. And yeah. we talked about how the sack doesn't make a whole lot of sense because it only had one hole. Yeah, limited yeah. depth for sack. Apparently, and, apparently, too, like a lot of people were comparing it to the, the Elephant Man with Anthony yeah. Hopkins and stuff and said that it looked too similar to that. Yeah, it also looked too similar to the town that dreaded Suddendown. Yeah. The killer in that. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That burlap bag on his head kind of thing, yeah. And so they were going for a while for him to just look you know, with the makeup, the yeah, way yeah. he looks. Be all, all hideous-like. But then as they were filming, they got to a point where they just decided they didn't like the makeup anymore, so yeah. they wanted to cover it up with something. Well, and that's where the hockey mask comes in. You know, especially when you're talking about as heavy as that makeup uh-huh. was, it's like he probably had very limited emo- emotive potential, oh, yeah. too. Yeah, visual, too, but it's like... He couldn't do much. Like, he could just move his mouth, really. Like ma- Yeah, exactly. It probably looked very stiff and very plasticky. Yeah. And not that he needs to be, like, emoting or anything like that, but, I mean, he would be chasing somebody or murdering somebody in his face would basically be stock still. Like, yeah. It probably wouldn't look good. No. So it was a smart decision to go with a mask, and I think that it's also fun knowing... That he underneath that mask, he's hideous. It uh-huh. also kind of makes it scarier, I think. Yeah. Although, you know what? Fuck. Fuck. Now that I think about it. What it was. In the flashbacks that we see of him when he was like a kid. Uh-huh. And then even at the end of part two, where uh-huh. he busts through that window and we see his face and stuff. Aren't his eyes not necessarily in line with each other? Aren't they kind of offset? Like one's yeah. higher than the other one? Yeah, and the, it's the it's offset in this movie. But in the hockey mask... Oh, right. In the hockey mask, it's They're not, straightened out. Yeah. What? <laughs> that doesn't make much sense at all. No. I think he should have had the hockey mask with an eye patch over one eye. That would have made that sense. sick. Also, eye patch. So would have looked Super great. cool. And he could have played his own evil twin. Yeah. Yeah. With an eye patch. <laughs> and he also had, had a curly mustache. Oh, man. Too. <laughs> and a monocle. He ties people to the train tracks. And he wore a tuxedo and spats. <laughs> we're thinking... And a walking cane. Oh, my God. We're thinking turn of the century, Friday the 13th. Mr. Peanut. This is Jason's great-grandfather. <laughs> the oil baron. The oil baron. <laughs> Of Crystal Lake. Jason Rockefeller. Jason Rockefeller. <laughs> 23 Skadoo. Man, see? <laughs> but you know, it's like the, the holes in the mask wouldn't line up with no, they his wouldn't. fucked up looking head. Well, and after after the third one, every time you see his face, it's more aligned. Yeah, yeah. And and then, I mean, uh, in six, he's like rotting. Yeah. And, but his face, they're completely in line at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, what about what about the fact that the last time that we saw Jason, uh-huh. old J Boy, uh-huh. J Money, I call him J Money. Yeah, the last time we saw J Money, he was busting through a window, grabbing old what's her name, fake news. Okay, now listen, listen. Uh-huh. He had himself 
a very full, rich, thick head of auburn hair when he busted through that window. Alternative facts. That's what you're presenting to me so right now. So this is alternative facts. These are fake news right here. Because in this that movie, he's, he's a baldy. Because none of that happened. Because we see in this movie, after they show us 10 minutes of the second movie. That they do. That what actually happened is after getting macheted to the shoulder, mm-hmm. he uh, pulls the machete out. Stands up, walks out, and then heads over to that place where he kills that couple and steals some clothes. That so he, he never jumps through a window. So you're saying that the reason... Okay, because that's a big point of contention that people have, uh-huh. is that, oh, in two, he had hair, and this one, he doesn't. Yeah. You're in saying, two, that was just her imagining of what he looks like under that, that uh, burlap sack. I wish that she would have imagined that he, he had, like, like a bowl cut. <laughs> You know, like a, a smoking, smoking bowl. bowl. Yeah. Or maybe even like, I mean, because if we were in her imagination, it could have been anything. Yeah. He, he could have had like, what if he would have had dreadlocks? Oh, man. Like, how much would that have changed our perception of Jason? <laughs> what if when he jumped in, he said, Joe! <laughs> Lord of mercy. Lord of mercy. <laughs> but he was still white. Beer con. <laughs> beer con. <laughs> Hooray, beer. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. You say beer can uh-huh. with an English accent. Yeah. Hit me. Uh, beer can. Sounds like you're saying bacon with a Jamaican accent. Beer can. Beer can. Beer can. <laughs> I always enjoy doing that. Jamaican beer can. Beer can. <laughs> but what if she, what if in her imagination, in her dream, when he busted through, yeah, maybe he's he had got been, dreads or He had been that dude from Counting Crows. Yeah. He just jumps God. in and he's like, Mr. Jones. Jones and me. Man, that we were talking about that fuck with Lindsay earlier. Because uh-huh. she was like, yeah, one of my guilty pleasures is Counting Crows and stuff. Uh-huh. You got any musical guilty pleasures? Um, I don't. I don't I'm, really I'm proud feel, of everything. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I don't really feel guilty about no. I, um I don't. I don't run around telling people about uh, listening to Sarah Bareilles or something. I but mean, maybe you do now. Sure. I like Sarah Bareilles. I like, yeah. I, like, uh, I like me some... Uh, what's her name? Who won American Idol? The first American Idol winner? Yeah, what's her name? Yeah, like yeah. her. Uh, Lindsay was saying that one of her guilty pleasures is Counting Crows, and I'm just like, man, I just hate how that guy chooses to make his head look like a pineapple. Or yeah, something. that's a choice. That's a wig. That's God, not what his an hair. Idiot. What a fucking idiot. <sighs> well, maybe he's trying <laughs> to dolly it, you know? Okay. She yeah. wears the wig. She takes it off. People don't recognize her. Right. He was like... I know Counting Crows is going to blow up to the stratosphere, so... Yeah, I'll look like an asshole in the band. Yeah. I would have chosen to look like an asshole in the street and look cool in the band. <laughs> Just talk, a thought. You're talking about asshole in the street. Uh, <laughs> cool uh, in the sheets. Cool in the sheets, yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a good way to be. Yeah, so I, I see what you mean, though. Like Since that was her imagination, that was her dream, he doesn't necessarily have to have hair yeah. in this one. Yeah, so... and And, yeah, they... I wish you would have had the Rachel. <laughs> That's my final answer. Yeah, final I wish you answer. Had just... Jason should have had the Rachel. Because imagine in that scene, because that scene in part two is, is dope, where he yeah, just where he jumps, jumps through that window, mm-hmm. and you're so taken aback by how like hideous he is and how yeah. crazy the scene is. But then if you would have been like, God damn, his hair is beautiful. <laughs> what a gorgeous. The way it frames his face is kind of a woman's haircut, but... <laughs> Like, that would have made lovely. that ending ten times more confusing. I'd like to see him in some mom jeans. <laughs> you know, it's like, that would have made, it, I think, that better. Yeah. I want one of our fans to Photoshop that for me. Yeah. Please. The uh, Rachel. Also, if you could put him in some mom jeans. Uh, even better. Or, I don't know, something else that Rachel wore. 
Yeah. She always wore those same types of shirts. I don't know what they're called, though. She, she didn't wear a bra. She didn't. It's cold on them sets. It is cold on them sets. So cold. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Yeah, so I, I think we talked about that when in uh, our episode for the second one. Yeah. That it, it seems like it is obviously a dream because the dog shows back up. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Now, but, another thing about Jason in this one that I think is is kind of interesting is that nobody in this movie seems to be aware of the Jason myth. Yeah. Well, or or his mom or yeah. anything that happened. Well we have to um we have to get an idea of like the actual timeline here. <laughs> okay, hit me with this timeline. Yeah, because it's I, very straightforward. It is it's super easy to understand. <laughs> um so in 1979, okay. the events of the first... 1979. Yeah, exactly. Billy Corgan. Um, actually, uh, this this episode will be coming out on Jason's 72nd birthday. You don't say. Uh, I don't, He's I do an say. old boy. He was born June 13th. Damn. Anyway, so the first movie takes place in 1979. Okay. Um, the thing where Christy talks... Or Chris... <laughs> the, our character in this our one. main protagonist yeah. in this she she talks about uh an encounter with jason in the woods yeah. when she was younger she was camping and he he went after her something. yeah so in the timeline that occurs in 1982 80s so three years after mm-hmm. okay and now this is already gonna blow your mind ben this movie came out in 1982 so she's talking about something that happened in the past because they are in the year 1984. So this movie took place in the future. Sure, yes. sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Sure. The future. Sure, 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 sure. Um, so. What? <laughs> here's the reason why this is this is true. Um, we, we get the events of part two. They occur between July 12th and July 14th. Of what year? Of 1984. 84. Okay. This movie occurs between July 14th and July 16th. So this so, is not Friday the 13th whatsoever. No. Not even close. Okay. Um, 1984 again. And then it should part, have been called a continuation of the events that commenced on Friday the 13th. Yeah. That, well, that I'm sure they, way they must have bandied that title about. They had to. Have. They had to have thought of it. Um, and then the events of part four occur between July 17th and July 18th. So, wow, even further than so, the 13th. Okay. Yeah, three movies happen. The events of the three movies are within one week. So, um, what happened with Jason before? Yeah. It just happened when they're showing up at the cabin. It's like Halloween 1 to Halloween 2. Like, yeah. Like, this is picking right it up. It just happened. So, they would have to be kids who pay attention to the news to have even heard of it. Right. Okay. So yeah. they they may have heard of you know the Jason legend or mm-hmm. whatever, but it wasn't that Jason kills people. It was that he drowned in a lake. In a lake so why yeah. would they be worried about? It? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. kid that drowned. Um, the name Jason is never even said in this movie. It is not. Yeah. They never talk about Pamela Voorhees or Jason Voorhees. No. It's never mentioned. You know what though? Honestly, like that's one of those things that looking back on it, it would have been really tight. If the whole 
series of movies was Friday the 13th, Saturday the 14th, <laughs> Sunday the 15th, Monday the 16th. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just to give you like a week or two weeks of just fucking... <laughs> terror of like madness that went on that sounds like it would have been gary marshall's next like set of movies yeah. after valentine's day and all his other holiday movies he just oh, right. he just moves on to like he just starts january 1st friday after next january 2nd yeah <laughs> <laughs> moving on <laughs> i think that would have been cool now here's one thing that i'll say about jason in this movie that that timeline makes no sense very yeah. strange. Well, and, oh, let's, let's finish that thought real quick because doesn't in in six where we get the telepathic girl? Uh-huh. Yeah. What well, she there's she some flashbacks accidentally there. kills her dad yeah. with her telekinetic powers. Like you do. Yeah, that happens in 1983. So that happens in between Chris is Chris's encounter in the woods with Jason. Uh huh. Before he ever had killed anybody, as far as we know. Unless my yeah. theory about the first one is correct, and he's helping his mom. Right. Um, so, this happens in 1983, that she kills her dad with her telekinesis, and, and that, uh, uh, what do you call it? It's that, like a dock. That dock, yeah. she she sinks it. All it, it, This all plays into the geography of Crystal Lake, too. That, like, <laughs> Which is... Well, it's also connected directly to an ocean, as a, a yeah, as we learned in part up. eight or seven. Yeah, <laughs> that it's uh, you can get to Manhattan from Crystal Lake on a boat. Um, it, so basically, if you there are a couple of fan-made maps of Crystal Lake, but central they gotta be fuzzy. They're a little fuzzy, <laughs> but central is basically that Camp Crystal Lake is kind of center lake. And then uh, this house is is either north or south of that. And if if you consider it to be north, then that makes uh, the the house from part four south. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's south, then it's north. Okay. But like once you figure that out, you you can figure out where the hospital is and where the the town stores are and the bar and stuff. All right. Uh, the the area of Crystal Lake doesn't make much sense no. like it really seems Looks a like, lot like it's in california in this one oh yeah because it, it is <laughs> for some reason uh it was cheaper to shoot they were spending all their money on a stupid 3d camera so they yeah. had to shoot in california but um it once you get a sense of it though it, it doesn't make sense because basically everybody would have to be living around the lake yeah. and nobody's living there no uh-uh. There's like nobody there. Uh-uh. There's just a few cabins and and uh, a campground. So like, Jason is all over this lake and town killing people, mm-hmm. but he kills uh, in total in the series he kills 164 people. Holy shit! In in this spree that I was talking about, part two, part three, part four, in a week he yeah. kills 38 or no, not wow. 38, 35, people. 35 people. Um. Like this would there would the FBI would be involved. Quickly. I should hope. Jeez, it took a week before, and, and the police never really get. I mean, they do, and they get killed. But like that that police officer gets killed in part two, and then two police officers get killed in part four, and like there's not this national outcry of like what the fuck's going on. Yeah, three cops have died. Yeah. 32 children. 
<laughs> Good God. <laughs> when you put it that way. Yeah. So what's up with this town? And what's up with the, all of this? It it seems like there would be a lot more. George Bush doesn't care about white people. You know what? That's probably true. It's Actually, probably it was Ronald Reagan at this time. And that does make sense. <laughs> that does make sense. Reagan Didn't probably was just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> I've got Alzheimer's. I don't care about who? Dementia. <laughs> trickle down. Mother jelly down beans. What? Yep. Jesus, God, man. Uh, they couldn't have named that something that seemed less like, oh, yeah, we'll do, listen, we'll ingest the things and then we'll piss on to you yeah, what you deserve. Trickle just reminds me of piss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the, the timeline, the geography, it's all very convoluted. It is. It really, really is. Mm-hmm. And apparently it wasn't really supposed to end up this way because the original plan for part three was to have main chick from part two yeah. come back. Yeah. And she apparently said she turned it down and then has since regretted not being it. And I'll yeah. tell you what, I regret her not being it too because I thought that she was awesome. She was awesome. I liked her in part You can I, check out our part two review. Uh-huh. Uh, on our back episodes and stuff there, I thought she was awesome. I thought she was great. And uh, the idea was to have, it would basically be Halloween 2. Jason would go to the hospital to try to kill her and right. kill a bunch of other people in the hospital. Which honestly would have been fine, phenomenally derivative. Yeah. It would have been fine, but it's like, I don't really like Halloween 2 very much. No, I don't either. But may, maybe Jason would have made it more fun. Yeah, Cause, it could be. Because uh, Michael Myers is not known for his creative kills. Not really. But Jason, boy, he comes he could, up with hey, some new things. Michael Myers will turn up that hot tub on you. <laughs> he will, that's true. He'll fucking stew your Jason, ass. though, will uh, grab a hot stone and stick it right into your goddamn stomach. That he will. While on a cruise ship from Crystal Lake to Manhattan. <laughs> As happens sometimes. As happens, yeah. And you know what? I will say that, okay, as much heat as Elm Street Part 2 gets for Freddy not acting like Freddy and Freddy breaking mm-hmm. all the Freddy rules and stuff, yeah, people fucking sink Part 2 so hard for that. Yeah. We love that movie. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, it's great. I think that it's fucking awesome. And uh, again, back episode on that one too. Yeah, go check it out. But I will say... Jason doesn't act very Jasony in this one because I think he's not killing no camp counselors. I think or anything. This is exactly what happened. I think Jason was involved in the kills from the first movie. Yeah. Um, I think his mother died. He was distraught. Mm-hmm. Uh, set about to trying to you know uh take care of himself in his uh, gross ass shack. Yeah. And uh, found Chris one night in the woods and attacked her. Like, oh, this will be fun. Yeah, he'd have been in his shack by that point. Um, Realized, uh, maybe even he saw Chris and he was like, oh, I'll try to talk to her. We'll be friends. Let's be friends, maybe. Uh And Chris was scared of him and and, and he freaked out. And that's why he started wearing a sack over his head. Ah, he said it must have been because of how fucked up I look. Yeah, and so uh, they, you know, some kids show up. At the camp, uh, doing their camp thing. Yeah. Camp Pakanak, mm-hmm. a little bit away from Camp Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. And Jason's mad. He wants to get revenge for his mother. He goes about to killing them. Then he gets injured near the end. Yeah. And this just makes him hate all of humanity. And yeah. he just becomes a full on killing machine and doesn't care about hiding his face anymore. I gotcha. Um, and then. 
for some reason starts wearing hockey masks. <laughs> That's the only inconsistency <laughs> with with my uh, narrative there is that for some reason he starts wearing a hockey mask. What a weird choice too, because like I don't, I don't know that just seems so random that he would just wear a sports mask and it become iconic and yeah. interesting. Like I wish that he would have wore a catcher's mitt on his hand instead. <laughs> I wish that about a lot of things. I wish, like, let's just throw catcher's mitts in more stuff. Can you imagine Apollo 13 if they were wearing catcher's mitts? I can. They it's would be great. much better. A league of their own. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah never mind. Well, never. only Not one of them one. wears a catcher's mitt. So That's true. If yeah. they were all wearing all catcher's wearing mitt, catcher's that would mitts. really help. What an odd choice, though. And it's just because of our main man the phenomenally entertaining and not irritating Shelly that comes along. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck Shelly. Shelly is, uh, he's an incel for sure. Absolutely. Always uh, having a pity party for how ugly he is, which is uh, a bang out of order. He is not ugly. Yeah. He's a normal looking dude. Yeah. He's I a like chubby the, guy. I like in the movie though how they play it up like he's like fucking fat. Well, and the, it's like he's that's like just, not really. That's just him though. Yeah. Only one person ever says anything about him being fat and it's the stoner girl who was mad at him because he faked his own death. Right. He is always faking his death and being an asshole. Which, yeah, he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. And he wants all this attention. The moment he gets attention and people talk to him, all he has to say is about how terrible he is and how nobody likes him. I always hated hanging out with that guy. Yeah. The compliment fishing guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fucking annoying. And um at one point, uh I what's his the Hispanic girl that is his date or whatever? Man, Vera, I, is that her name? I let's say yes. Anyway, she at one point is like, "Hey, we can, you know, we can talk. We can yeah. get to know each other." And he's like, fucking bitch, or whatever. He yeah. like calls her a bitch. That is total incel behavior. It's right. absolute incel behavior. <laughs> he's, a, he's a piece of shit who pretends like he's a victim somehow. Yeah, yeah. Of being, what, not traditionally handsome? Yeah. He's still a good looking kid. Yeah. A ton of women would be interested in him if he had yeah. a fucking personality. But yeah. he doesn't. <laughs> His personality is, I act like a dick to people yeah. so that they'll have to talk to me so I can complain about how ugly I am. <laughs> Dude, I want to hang out with that fucking guy. That sounds fun. <laughs> he is a horribly annoying character. Very annoying. Yeah. Like, not quite, uh, you know, like Texas Chainsaw. Uh, no, he's not. He's not Franklin at Franklin. all. Franklin. Yeah. Sally. Not- Sally. <laughs> like, not quite to that level. Like you don't hate him that much. No, uh, but it is. Funny I to think I, that, like, I hate who he is more. Yeah. Like Franklin, I hate him because of his annoying voice. But like at the same time, I'm like I get it because he's in a wheelchair and it's it's probably hard, hard yeah. to be a teen, a early teen, early twenty in a wheelchair while everybody yeah. else is having fun and having sex and especially shit. in the fucking seventies. Yeah. Especially in the seventies. Yeah. But Shelly's not in that situation at all. Everybody seems to be interested in talking to him. Right. They all want to be his friend, but he just he has no personality, so he hides that with his uh, whininess about his looks and yeah. his stupid pranks. And the rest of the cast of characters in this is uh 
mostly forgettable. Like when I think yeah. about the people in this movie, I think about Shelley, obviously. Uh huh. I think about the the really ridiculous stoner couple. Yes. The yeah, the one guy who looks like Chong, and then the the lady who looks like a seventies porn star. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just always getting stoned and stuff. I remember those cats, and then like the rest of them, honestly, are just like generic white guy, generic white girl, like. Let me the rest tell of you. them don't really have much anything going on. Well, I mean, we do. Chris and Debbie do have something going on, and that is they're pretty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. obviously. And then we also have uh, the Hispanic girl. God, I I really can't. It is Vera. I think it's Vera. Okay. Um, she's very pretty. Yeah. That's obviously. what they have yeah. going on is that they're pretty. Um, <laughs> the problem here, as uh, the uncredited writer Petro Pepescu. Pepescu. <laughs> That's not a real name. Uh-huh. It is. He's foreign. Um, <laughs> For sure. Yeah. He he said that sitting in on the casting process that everyone was cast for their looks, not for their ability to act. Really? Yeah. Which explains Rick, who we have to talk about because I bet he's a nice guy in real life, but boy, he shouldn't be anywhere near a camera. He ain't no acting man. Unless they're taking pictures of his face where he's not handsome. saying words. Yeah. Because every time he talks, it's like, boy, huh? Like, you didn't even think about acting, did you? You were just like, yeah. I'll just read these lines with my voice. And I'll say, like, you know, the the, the 13th series, not necessarily known for yeah. its extremely well, well I mean, fleshed out, memorable characters. But I will say that, like, one and two both have final girls that I think are very memorable. Yeah. And four very has uh, out, yeah. four has uh, Corey Feldman. Yeah, enough. Okay, four is the exception. You're right, four, and it also has uh, what's his name, the dad from uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, Chris Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover, yeah, who's amazing and oh weird. Oh my god, he's phenomenal. Yeah, movie. yeah. The future movies do have better actors than this for yeah. sure, but the, it never does get up to the level I think of of the first and the second. The first and the second, yeah. I think, have the strongest female leads for sure. Yeah, Chris is a very very weak female lead. She to is. Me. She like, doesn't have a whole lot of strength at all. She's not a lot of always scared. Yeah. Uh, she like all the characters in this uh, are afflicted with what uh, I can't fully define. Uh, how what it is about their sight makes it so that whatever is out of frame of the camera <laughs> they can't see even if it's directly in front of them yeah until it gets into the frame of camera they right. don't see it well that's the interesting thing steve is that this is actually a hyper meta movie uh-huh where we as the audience are watching it in 3d right right because that is our native way of perceiving uh-huh. uh our reality is 3 obviously but the people in the movie on the screen mm-hmm. are two-dimensional characters right okay so their reality in the movie is actually two-dimensional uh-huh so with everything being flattened, uh-huh. they don't see anything unless correct. it's on the screen. Yeah, correct. Yeah, B- because there is no in front of you in yeah. two dimensions. There is no behind you in two dimensions. Uh-huh. So it's actually like extremely meta. Wow, yeah, I didn't think that's about why. that. But that's it's, why that that's is. awesome. That's an awesome answer. <laughs> Um, it's a movie where the people in the movie are two dimensional. Yeah, they're two dimensional. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, she Chris though specifically just doesn't see stuff and no. And it's always something that jumps out and scares her, but it's always something innocuous like Shelly's in the van 
Yeah. She's looking in the van. Shelly's sitting right there. Yeah. And then she's like, hey, who opened the van door? And then Shelly's like, hey, it's me. And she's like, oh, you scared me. <laughs> what? I forgot about that. You what? <laughs> it's like you were just there. You were just looking in the van. <laughs> well, he's not hiding. Yeah, we it's saw the big, back of that it, van. A, it's a big open capacity van. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Chris isn't very strong. But we do we do have Debbie who seems like a stronger female character Which and maybe she? she's the one who is inexplicably pregnant. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's the one that you, you uh she has a shower scene and stuff uh-huh. later. And yeah, she Yeah, she is she is pregnant for uh, I guess no reason. Yeah. But yeah. they mention it twice. The first time they mentioned it I thought it was a joke. And I actually didn't know that the character was pregnant because I just thought that was some stupid joke that mm-hmm. I didn't get. Right, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. watching it again she mentions it after that again. Does she really? Yeah. So she mentions it twice. So it's not a joke. She's supposed to be pregnant. So no reason for that. It's pretty fucking brutal that Jason kills a, yeah. an unborn child. Yeah. He hey, totally does. Jason, it's a child, not a choice. Hey. <laughs> Jason's one of those pro you know choice fucking savages. Yeah. Us here, we hit dead and lovely. We're pro life, pro abortion. Yeah, I'm pro-abortion. pro-abortion. Not pro cho- I'm pro-abortion. Pro-abortion. Go-abortions, I say. Elevator's fucking full. <laughs> it's full. It Those fucking people, 14 kids I was talking about earlier, it's like, God damn, guys, like, come on. You need like a 36th trimester abortion on some of those kids. Get them out. Get them out of here. <laughs> Steve, I think this calls for another... Another, another, another brewski? brewski. All right. It does, bro. Let's crack open a brew. Let's, bra- let's crack open a bro, brew. Are you a ready? A brew, bro. <laughs> Are you ready for a beer with An so impossible much to orange? pronounce name? Yeah, so much citrus and so many ends in the name. Yeah. Way too many ends. What what it got here? What does it say? This is a Lagunitas Citrus Anensis. Citrus Anensis. Mm-hmm. God damn. Could you imagine saying that was a lisp? Um, but yeah, it sounds awesome. It's horrible. Can you ever have thought about like what a <laughs> fucking piece of shit the guy that created the word lisp is that he put an oh, S man, in the name? Oh man, what a dick! What a fucking dick! He also put an L. A lot of people with speech impediments can't say <laughs> L's well. That too. So, uh, man, that guy's just a fucking asshole. What if you can't say your L's and you also have a lisp? <laughs> so oh, when you say lisp, it's with uh, with. <laughs> just awful yeah bless their hearts bless them but this beer is about to bless us because Hell it's yeah. fucking awesome so have you ever had this yes i have it is a wonderful light delicious orangey type of ale and it's also like eight something percent yeah <laughs> so it'll like kick your ass it's so good i guess it's like a limited release kind of thing but i wish they would have it year round because it's so good i agree with that it's so orangey delicioso um, so we know Chris is is weak. Debbie yeah. seems to have some strength to her, and it would have been more interesting if she were the main character. I think mm. at a certain point, like, um, there's the stoner girl, and then Vera. Vera again. She also seems like she's probably like a strong. Yeah, female she seems cool. Lead. She's type. just not really. She just doesn't that have much. any sort of uh, yeah. anything to do in this except, uh, I guess, bolster Shelley's. Yeah, what about our, our our crazy Ralph replacement, old Ugh. Hobo Joe, or whatever the fuck he's? Oh, called. that's another instance of Chris Dot seeing something right in front of her. 
<laughs> Debbie has to tell her there's a man there's a in man the in road. road. And she's like, oh, I must have been daydreaming. She was looking directly ahead. It's on a one lane like road. Yeah. And this guy's sleeping in the middle of the fucking yeah. road. Yeah, this guy is just clearly meant to be the Ralph. Yeah, because they're like, we shouldn't have killed Ralph. In yeah, the last one. yeah, right. And apparently, there's edits of the movie that have more scenes with him in it. Okay. There's like, um, there's a few stills you can find online, mm-hmm. uh, but apparently they're like deleted scenes and stuff that were that were nuked, I guess. But yeah, he just shows up and he has a, he has an eyeball. Yeah. He's holding that he an keeps eye? pointing toward the camera. Yeah, yeah. Here it is, in three dimensions. Ah. Uh. I think that's another thing that the three D like ruins here is it's a it's a constant reminder that you're watching a movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, because that's people why are behaving people, in ways that they don't. Yeah, that's why you don't have people look into the camera because when someone looks into the camera, the person on the other side is thinking, "Oh, right." This You're person is just looking camera. into a camera. Yeah. It's not, we're not watching a story play out. We're watching people pretend. And this guy serves no purpose in the movie. No. Whatsoever. Just, <laughs> he looks like an old prospector. A lot of people's purpose in this movie is to point stuff at the camera. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Like three, it's a 3D pole. Dude, I, I want to talk about the cheap 3D stuff here in a second, too. Man, my favorite people in the movie, though, are our our couple that own that old timey country store oh my at God. the first of the movie. So yeah, uh, he's, uh, that uh, guy rules. He likes to party. He does. Uh, he, he's a, he's a laid back fellow who has a wife who is, uh, she's very she's mean kind to of him. a shrew. Yeah. Got her hair up in rollers and stuff. Always fussing at him. He just wants to run the store where he gets to just open packages up and eat the food and let a bunny run around in there. He's got a cute little bunny running around. He yeah. he just holds on to that bunny. He he snipes some some goods from the produce uh-huh. section. Some some, uh, some peanuts. peanuts and some sunny D. Man, he a just, chocolate donut. I don't think that's any way to run a store. No. No. He I don't know how he would ever sell anything. I would call that getting high on your own supply. I imagine people I coming in. I feel like there that guy was getting high on other supplies and that's why he was also getting high on his own supply. Probably. But that guy, man, like, I imagine people coming in and just being like, this has been open. Like, this is only three quarters full. I, like, what the fuck? There are three donuts missing this. out of this package of six. Yeah. <laughs> what? And he's like, I don't know. I got rabbits, I guess. And I love that he, like, you know, he's he's getting fussed at by his wife. Uh-huh. He goes to his store, has some snack. Mm-hmm. Uh, a snake almost bites him with wires connected to it. The, yeah, it screen. looks so fake and stupid. And then he gets all freaked out, so then he just goes and takes a dump. A big, greasy, hot <laughs> dump. Tangy. It's just like... You, and they play the sounds do. of diarrhea. They do. What the hell? That guy... I think I get easy. why his wife hates him too, though. <laughs> yeah, I think he's an idiot. Yeah, he's an idiot who's always stinking up the bathroom and always Eat, eating the food in the store and stuff. Yeah, we're not making any money, you dumb son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, I get her. Yeah, him. I don't know. <laughs> um, they get killed. They do. Um, uh, because Jason needs new clothes. Right. Because I guess he doesn't like the the overalls anymore. Threads ain't feeling it. Yeah. He uh, he puts on clothes that make him look like Cropsy from the burning before he was burnt. Very much. Um, he, I guess, wasn't 
pleased with just taking clothes, so he has to kill the couple. You yeah. know he doesn't like seeing people. Mm-mm, he no. sees a people, he's got to kill a people. He's more of a person person than a people person. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. One-on-ones. <laughs> yeah, he's a real good one-on-one. Yeah, groups, not so much. No, if a group shows up, he gets anxious. Ornery. Starts killing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we all know that guy. <laughs> we all know the guy who murders people at parties. <laughs> we all know that guy. He's he's within all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, he goes from that store back t- to Crystal Lake where he just hangs uh, out in a barn most of the time. Hangs out in a barn he and people like come to boy. him a lot. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, "Let's go check out this barn. Maybe this barn's the place." Yeah. That happens in like Halloween 4 or 5 yeah. too, doesn't it? Got to go check out a barn. Yeah. I mean, what what could be in there? I mean, maybe killer. maybe there's a killer. Yeah. Maybe there are farm animals. Maybe there's a pot of gold. And the plot of this is just so ridiculously simple. Where it, okay, yeah. for one, in June, this is our month of of camp slashers. We're covering yeah. all camp slashers. There's no camp in this movie. No, but I still, uh, yeah, we should we should talk about that actually. Um, I would still define this as a camp slasher. I would too. Because it still it still fits to me all the tropes of yeah. a camp slasher. It's in the woods. Just stuff, minus yeah. the actual camping. No tents in this movie. No tents. It's yeah. not a summer camp slasher for sure, but right. it is a camp slasher. It's a cabin slasher. It's a cabin slasher. There we go. <laughs> that sounds more Canadian. I don't <laughs> that know is, why. That's their version of the camp slasher, yeah. the cabin slasher. Um but I mean, I I think there are movies like Don't Go in the Woods and yeah. stuff like that, where it's just people camping and they get killed. And I still say those are camp slashers. Yeah. Uh, there's I watched uh, very recently a movie called Lake Bodum, which is a a Swedish movie, I believe. Okay. It's about the Lake Bodum massacre. Uh huh. Oh, sort of. Okay. You know, it's um it's it's years after some kids going to the lake to mm-hmm. investigate the massacre. What That's does that cool. sound like to you? That's a camp slasher. Yeah, totally. So um. You don't necessarily have to have the summer camp. I don't even think you have to have tents. It just mm-hmm. has to fit enough of the tropes, and this fits enough of the tropes. But yeah, there I are think so too. there are future Friday the Thirteenth movies that I would say aren't camp slashers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Jason takes Manhattan, for instance. Yes. Jason goes to hell. For Jason instance. goes to hell for yeah. sure. Jason X. Jason X. Absolutely certainly. Yeah. There's a VR space. camp scene. <laughs> That's true. There is that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Which is cool. Yeah. It is cool. Um. But yeah, not really any any camping per no. se in this movie. And the whole plot revolves around this whole group of kids that just go up to a cabin on Crystal Lake. And that's, I mean, honestly, the plot is they go up there and Jason is also there. Chris that's feels it. Chris feels like she needs to confront this fear she has. I guess so, yeah. Uh, from, she talks from, about that. how she, she wants, was attacked. Yeah, which was two years before this. Okay, yeah. So she's, I guess, wanting to work this out, wanting to deal with it, and just bring some friends along, too, for fun. Yeah, maybe, because they need to die. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's what she was up to. Might have been. Have she's you ever like, seen... this guy almost killed me. Maybe he'll kill my friends. Have you ever seen, uh, I think, VHS 2, mm-hmm. one of the segments is a girl takes all of her friends to this place where her brother was killed, and she take, she's taking them there to... I think I use them as bait to draw out the thing that killed their brother. So maybe Chris is doing that. It She's might be that. using them as bait to draw him out. Which would be pretty tight. It would be interesting. 
That would be a better story than what we get, which is generally nothing. Nothing happens. All that happens Not in this really. movie is Jason kills people. Yeah. And There's no real story to And it. they don't even know who's killing them. Like Again, yeah. they don't know Jason. They don't know... And Okay, now this is one of the things about this movie that really just fucking pisses me off in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. Is because, like we said, obviously none of these kids know the tale of Jason Voorhees and... Um, uh, Miss Voorhees and, and all this stuff. None of them know it. Yeah. Nobody even says the name Jason. They uh-huh. just think some crazy person's there trying to kill him. Uh-huh. Yet, at the end of the movie, after Jason is quasi-vanquished and Chris gets into a canoe to take a nap, like you do uh-huh. if you're in Friday 13th Part 1. That's a real weird thing. Like, yeah. Uh, the, in Part 1, I get it, because she was, I guess, trying to escape the yeah, area yeah uh but in this one she's just kind of like i'm just i'm tired Maybe this now it's gonna take a nap in a canoe yeah this in this relaxing. very shallow pond yeah that doesn't seem to be connected to any sort of lake not lake like i no. would say yeah apparently it was also an artificial lake yeah that, like drained the water uh-huh. immediately whenever they filled it <laughs> so yeah that's great so yeah, she gets in the uh, canoe to take a, a, a relaxing sleep after the uh-huh. events of the night, and Mrs. Voorhees jumps out of the like a zombified Mrs. Voorhees jumps out of the water and yeah. grabs her. She doesn't even fucking know who that is. Yeah, or or well, we don't know that she does or doesn't because she did used to come to this cabin as a kid, so she may have heard those stories. That's never mentioned. It's never addressed. It's never addressed. So as far as we know, she doesn't know shit about this. And but this she's, is just... she's even wearing the right sweater and stuff. Yeah. Like so a how would she know? sweater. Yeah, she wouldn't know. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. No. I mean, I, I at this point, I'm already uh, tired of the dream ending because they've done it n- now the first two movies. This is the third movie. Oh, yeah. Already tired of the dream ending. Yeah. And this one just doesn't make any sense in comparison to the other and, two. And, and I'll say, like, there's things about this series that I really enjoy that they that they keep. Like, we're, you know, we're on the third one now, and it's like every movie basically starts with like ten minutes of the last movie. Yeah, like this uh, previously on Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, and and also like all of the um, the white wipes. Yeah, are super <laughs> iconic. I mean. Uh, that's one of those things I think of. It's like it, a lot of times when I'm editing my videos and like iMovie, there's an option to do a white wipe uh-huh. like that. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do the Friday 13th edit right here. <laughs> like it's what I think of in my mind is yeah. the Friday 13th edit. The same way with the burning, we have the red wipe. Yeah. You know, which is super dope. Yeah, it is great. Um, there's certain things about this series that I find that they kind of hang on to for the first several at least. Uh-huh. That I think are cool, but it's just like, man, alive. Ending all of them with this like dream ending is just yeah, it, it just gets boring. Yeah, exactly. Especially, Especially by three times in a row, it's like the first two they're imagining what Jason looks like. Yeah, and this one she's imagining someone she's never even heard of. Yeah, makes no sense. It accurately uh, gets what she looks like. I mean, because she looks like what she looked like in the cabin from the second one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with a rotted fucking face and like doesn't no make eyes. Any sense. And stuff. It makes zero sense. Yeah, the ending of this really does kind of 
kind of kill it for me. Yeah. I wasn't really nuts about that. There's there's things about this flick that I like, but the ending was was not one of the things the that I did dig. The kills are up there. The kills are dope. On, there's some pretty good kills. They're not executed amazingly because no. Tom Savini's not doing it. Correct. Correct. <laughs> um, But the, the creativity is there for sure. The, What's the best one? I think the dude doing the handstand getting handstand split guy. down the middle by a machete. Clefton Twain. Yeah. He is Clefton Twain. I also love uh, Rick getting his head crushed and his eyeball popping out. Yeah. Even though, the again, not very well executed. No, it you didn't, didn't see the great. wires yeah. so obviously. Um, I also enjoyed the, the spear gun death. Yeah. yeah. Even though that that's so annoying because obviously they had the 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 string that the spear followed was attached to that pole on the dock. Right. So Jason is standing like right behind it. Like uh-huh. what is he trying to get cover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's standing right behind it and shoots. But it looks cool. Yeah, the result is cool. Yeah. She dies cool. That's all right. Yeah. Uh the the very uh reminiscent of the prowler pitchfork death with yeah. that like random punk get guy. That. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. There is a flaw there though, where like the the pitchfork, when Jason's is like stabbing it at him, has like four tines. Uh huh. And then when it shows it coming out of the guy's back, there's like five oh. tines. But I do really like that. I like that scene where the guy gets stabbed with a pitchfork, and then he kind of like reaches his hand around his back, and he kind of feels the tines coming out of yeah. his back. That's especially brutal to me. Yeah. Where you just feel that and be like, oh my god, this is going through me. That's pretty tight. That is. What do you think I, I, about that like band of like motorcycle punks <laughs> in this? Um, are you talking about Loco, Fox, and uh, <laughs> the other one? The other one, exactly. That are just there, not for any major plot involvement, but just to harass the main characters and have more bodies to kill. Those punks. Yeah. yeah. And they also steal the gas from the van that uh, comes into play They briefly. green room it. Yeah, they do, but it it also gets undercut by the fact that there is a reserve tank on the van. Hmm. Like, so yeah. they stole gas from one of the tanks, but not the other. Yeah. Why? Also, that didn't make a ton of sense because even if you steal the gas from someone's tank, there's still gas in the line. She would have made probably a mile or two before she actually ran out of gas. You're probably right. Yeah, you're not siphoning it that deep. Yeah. So, but yeah, they were interesting uh, in that they, I guess, provided some outside tension for what could have made a story, but yeah. it never gets, it never becomes a story. They yeah. go back to the the cabin and steal the gas, but then they have no interaction with the kids. They all just get killed by right. Jason in the barn. Yeah. They they literally exist just to yeah delete the escape mechanism. It would have made more sense if it was like almost a straw dogs type of thing where they get them cornered in the cabin mm-hmm. and they're kind of menacing them and then Jason shows up and kills them mm-hmm. and then proceeds to kill everybody in the the house or whatever. That right. would have made more sense. But yeah, the the punks don't make a lot of sense. But that scene is interesting because <laughs> when that guy smashes the windshield on the car. Um, what's his name? The Shelly. He says they've gone too far this time. Apparently, that was the actor <laughs> talking about the the people who just hit the car he was in yeah. with a chain. 
Yeah. And uh, endangered him. This time. Yeah, because it didn't make any sense at that point. Like, this is the first interaction he's ever had with Compared these. to all the other times that were at least okay. Yeah. This time. <laughs> this time, they've gone too far. Too far. Yeah. So, <laughs> that was interesting. Now, the main attraction, obviously, this is, is that it is in 3D. Yeah. How do you think... And again, we watched it in two dimensions. We did. But... I think when you watch it in 2D, it becomes increasingly more glaringly obvious what the 3D, hey, check this out parts were. Yeah, like the yo-yo to the face. Dude, they show that that yo-yo like fucking six times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The baseball bat pointing at the camera. Uh Uh-huh. That, uh, by the way... Wasn't involved in anything. Like, it was just kids playing baseball. Yeah, it's like, we could have a van driving down the street... Or a van driving down the street while kids are there playing stickball. Yeah, we and also have we have a hay bale come swinging at the camera. Uh, yeah, repeatedly. Yeah, I actually kept a tally in my notes uh-huh. that I lost the legendary lost notes <laughs> of every time they did a unnecessary, pointless 3D gag, like passing the joint to the front of the van. Oh God, yeah, all that kind of stuff. The snake popping out, all that kind of thing. There was, I think I counted around 30 or 32 pointless... Just ridiculous... Gags, yeah. Yeah. And we're talking about a movie that's... It's an hour and a half. Hour and a half? Yeah. Yeah, so 32 32 times. an hour and a half. They go back to that well. That's a lot. It's real dumb. And, again, watching it in 2D, I can say that... None of it enhanced the movie whatsoever. I don't understand why they thought they needed to make this 3D, dude. It's, it's like you said, like, one, made a shit ton of money. Two... Made a good bit of money. Yeah. It's not like they're like, okay, guys, this is and, our last shot at this. We need to bring it back. And it's also not like th- this had been a like a decade of work or something. They They made the first one. They made the second one. They were making it while the first one was in theaters. Yeah, yeah. And then this one was out a year after the second one. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why, one, they thought, oh, man, we're out of steam. Yeah. We need a gimmick. We're running on fumes. And also, Frank Mancuso Jr. thought this would be the last uh, Friday the 13th movie. Is that so? Yeah. So, like, I don't know what was going on in their minds. Like, they were just like, well, we've ridden this until the wheels fall off. (laughs) Little did they know. No, you haven't. He's still got to go to space, dog. Yeah, he's got more places. He's got to go to Manhattan. <laughs> he's got places to be. Yeah. Uh-huh. Got to meet his mutants. pal, Freddy. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So wow. He's got to be remade for some reason. Now, how about the soundtrack in this? Great. Harry Manfredini, he brought some new stuff to it. There's a, like sort of hip-hop jam at one point when, uh-huh. they, uh, when they first run into the, the, the punks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the disco theme yeah, is the, disco the theme, most memorable. It's amazing. It's great. It's so good. It's super silly. Yeah, oh, it's silly. This movie it, it should have embraced the silly more. I 1,000% I agree. Yeah. It's like this, this movie... I'll tell you this, man. Like, one and two have a legit... You know, I'm at camp, I'm at a place that should be fun, but then threatening, dangerous shit starts happening. Yeah. 
kind of uh, appeal to them. The later ones just get so over the top that yeah. it's like, okay, this is like so ridiculous that it's fun. Mm-hmm. This one is totally the bowl cut of the series. <laughs> you know, where it's like, okay, it is. it's not silly Your enough. mom was like, you need a haircut, but we can't afford to take you to get a haircut right now. Yeah. So I'm just going to put this bowl on top of your head and shave around it. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Yep. Is you look so handsome. Mm-hmm. So, but for some reason, while doing the bowl cut, your mom decided it needed a gimmick, and so she put a just a lightning bolt down the side. Sh- That's the 3D in this. Oh, thanks, mom. It's a bowl cut with a lightning bolt. It might down be the a side. bowl cut with a rat tail. Yeah. Oh man, a bowl cut with a rat uh, tail. That's a good look. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, dude, considering that, look. Man, the ladies, the ladies are bringing back the mom jeans. That's true. They've are, they've been brought back and moved on, I uh, believe. When the boys bring back that rat tail. <laughs> right now. Let's start. Why don't we fucking go for it? I listen, I'd like to get my football number uh shaved shaved in the back of my head. <sighs> Man, that'd be great. Tight. You know what would be awesome though? If we just brought back Zubas. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I want a hyper-colored t-shirt. Yeah. That would be great. Let's do that. Plus a rat tail. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Shh. Oh. God damn. Some John Lennon glasses. Oh, Remember okay. when those were popular? And that was the thing. Yeah, those I are never hideous. had those. I wanted those. Really? Yeah. Was it because you love those lovable lads from Liverpool? I did. Those mop tops. Oh, man. You were like... I want some of those John Lennon glasses. <laughs> if you can imagine. <laughs> it's easy if you try, Dick. <laughs> oh, man. The music is pretty good, though. The mu- the music is good. There are interesting deaths. It's debatable on whether or not Jason is great. I like the Jason in this one. People yeah. maybe think he's... I think, th- I think that there's a logic to the way he acts. Yeah, yeah. And I think... I think I I have to rewatch four. Either Jason does actually die at the end of this and then resurrects, or he's not dead. Um, it, most people would say axe to the brain that's gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. But I, I'll I'm sure anybody with some real medical knowledge would say it wasn't in that deep, and it probably unlikely that would kill him well again if we were going back to the whole thing of like oh he looks too much like the elephant man yeah that could have been some some very dense calcified skull material well and in four when you when he gets the mask taken off you see him he's got the gash from the axe and there's not like brain coming out or anything Uh -uh. so i mean i think it just hit bone matter yeah yeah so it's possible that he doesn't actually die until four right but he may die in this one. Maybe. So, in other words, you're saying there's nothing like very supernatural... About him in four. I mean, yeah. other than the fact that he drowned as a kid and then maybe lived in the lake and grow up as a man. But yeah, I, 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 don't, I, don't th- I don't think he actually drowned. I think that what we talked about with part two was that, yeah. you know, Miss Voorhees, she just kind of went crazy when he almost drowned. And, right. uh took revenge on it uh he was raised in the woods by her but separate Mm -hmm. so everybody thought he was dead Mm -hmm. she's getting the pity 
for right, being the mother right. with the dead son, but also has the son and gets to hide him, which is probably what she wanted to do in the first place. And then he gets to see her die, which turns him crazy and stuff. Yeah. yeah. All of that makes sense for me. And then he does, <laughs> like, all of that yeah, makes would sense. work. And then he doesn't die until the end of four. Five, he's not even actually in. That's a per, it's a copycat. Yeah, Jason. yeah, yeah. And then six, he is resurrected by a lightning bolt. Of course. Uh, and becomes a superhero. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. It's great. Yeah. Where you at on this movie? It's not good. It's not probably great. probably the worst Friday the 13th. If, I don't know. It's better than the remake, for sure. Yeah, that remake's fucking stupid. I, I think this one's probably better than Jason Takes Manhattan. Because Jason Takes Manhattan, to me, is just so boring. Yeah, it's got some boredom. Yeah. Um, you think that's the worst of the series? I think that's the worst, excluding the the, the, remake. the yeah. remake. Second worst for me is this one, Friday Thirteenth Part Three. I would buy that. Um, it has its it has its high points. It's it's watchable. I've watched it several times uh, leading up to this. Not once did I regret it. Not once was I like, God, this no, fucking it's, movie. It's, it's still fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's still it's still a Friday Thirteenth movie. So, um. It's it's not a high grade for me for sure, but I would say it's a solid four. Yeah, four. Yeah, not even not even halfway, but still solid four. I feel that. Yeah, you know, there's there's just something about slashers and camp slashers. Yeah, that I just really enjoy. They're fun. I don't know why, but they're fun. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like. If, if you put a box set of the 13th movies in front of me and said, which one do you want to watch? It's not going to be this one. No. But if it's somebody else's choice, they're like, I really want to watch part three. Okay. I, yeah, exactly. I'll sit down there and I'll watch it and mm. I'll enjoy it and have fun. Yeah. I don't hate any of the movies. No, I don't hate them. No. I mean, it's like you said, like uh, Manhattan is very silly. And oh, very yeah. It's ridiculous. Weird. And uh, obviously, Jason X and some of those are just way over <laughs> yeah. the top. And the person who directed Jason X hadn't really seen any of the other movies, oh, so yeah, that's so that. annoying. But so it's like, even though the later ones get really stupid, I'm still on board with them. Yep, I'm still very okay with them. Uh, so I I don't hate this movie, but it is it is maybe my least favorite of this series. Yeah. Again, all the other ones, that's even acceptable. though they are stupid. Uh huh. They get so stupid that it becomes fun. Yes. I mean, that guy gets his head boxed off in Man. Yes, he does. And somebody gets like dunked in a barrel of toxic waste. Uh huh. It's like shit like that keeps <laughs> Manhattan entertaining enough for me. Yeah. So I would say that this is probably my least favorite because it it does so little to enhance the yeah. the lore. Of Jason. The only thing that it adds is kind of an accident because they didn't like the makeup. Yeah, exactly. It adds a hockey mask. Like yeah. that is literally all that this adds. Yep. Uh, to the to the lore of our, our of our you know main villain protagonist whatever J Dog J Money J Money. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, but you know what? It's a fiver for me. Okay. It's middle of the road. It is middle of the road. It isn't a disappointment to watch it's not a waste of time but it's not a great way to spend your time i mean go watch four or five or six yeah or one or two yeah and you'll have a much better time Uh uh-huh but i don't know i i can't hate it but i don't love it 
How many roads must the man walk out before you can call him J Money? It's over. None of it's that. It's over. No more. <laughs> what are we going to be covering on the show here next week, Hollywood Steve? Motherfucking sleepaway camp. Yeah. Finally. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Last week I said that the burning was among the greatest yeah. camp slashers of all time. Sleepaway camp is the greatest. It is the greatest. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I mm-hmm. was about to say the same thing. It yep. is. Uh, Sleepaway camp is the shit. Uh-huh. And there is a ton to talk about. So yes. don't worry that it'll just be us talking about how great it is. There's it'll so be a many long th- one. Yeah, it'll probably be a long one. There's so many themes in that movie. So many interesting things to delve yes. into. It's going to be fun. And I'm going to tell you guys, if you've never seen Sleepaway Camp and don't know anything about it, go watch it. I, Run. We're, not li- we're literally not going to say anything else about yeah. the movie. Yeah. Um, the fact that I knew nothing about the movie when I saw it the first time, which I'll tell you guys about next week, yeah. made it so much better for me. Yeah, me too. Uh, so don't research it. Don't read reviews. Just don't listen to any podcast. If you've never seen Sleepaway Camp and don't know what we're talking about, just go watch it immediately. Yep. Uh, it is a an all time classic, an all time yeah. jam of jams. One hundred percent. And I am so excited to talk about it uh, next week on our show. Now, in the meantime, Steve, where but can in they the find meantime. us? Remember that song? <laughs> I was thinking like Space Hog. Like yeah. in the meantime. Yeah, that's what I was going for. It's the best bass line yeah. ever. Boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, boom. I had that weird video. Yeah, the video was weird. Yeah. That was the only good song that band ever did. <laughs> yeah, obviously. But it's the best song. It is great. Where can they find us on social media? Man, at Dead Lovely Pod on the Instagrudels. You know it. On the Tweedles. Um, <laughs> we got that Dead and Lovely Horror Movie Podcast group uh-huh. on Facebook. We do. You can email us at deadandlovelypod uh, at gmail.com. And you can always find me at Steven Spratling. Figure it out. Boom. Yeah. You guys can find me at Ben Eller Guitars on Instagram. Uh-huh. Or the Twitster. The Twitsters. I'm so excited to talk about Sleepaway Camp next week. Me too. It's uh, one of my all-time favorites. Have you seen Judy? Man, oh, man. Got some boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>